0: I got this plushie from Mass Effect.
1: Do you fuck it?
0: Name is Michael Holler,
1: um. And this week we have we've seen two movies. We, we saw have. two movies. It's we unusual have. for us. We usually see one or none.
0: Yeah, we we saw first uh, the Man from Uncle, which I was aware of its existence. Not necessarily excited for it. Not
1: um. By which you mean the movie or the television show, which I found out was a thing. For yeah,
0: yeah. You know no, it, it was based on, the movie. It was based on a '60s television show, and we, you came out of the theater thinking. You, you actually said, like, that was so original, so refreshing to see something. I didn't something. say it
1: was so original. I did say it was so refreshing because yeah, it was not a original. Did say it was, it was a period piece, and it was an homage to 60s spy films. I didn't know it was a television
0: Yeah, film. and then I said, well, you know, it's based on a TV show, right? And you're like, oh.
1: Yeah, and I don't care because, like, what, a 60s British TV show? That's, like, may as well not be a TV show.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those things that so little people give a fuck about it, it might as well have not have been given a Fuck it, it
1: it didn't happen in this country, so it didn't matter.
0: Yeah, but um,
1: like the Magna Carta. Do you know what that is?
0: It is. It was the um, it was a British document. No. I did a report on it. And I can't remember. It is a anything. fire type Pokemon. Uh, what?
1: Yeah. You find them in the the um, what is that? Cinnabar Island, Cinnabon. Anyway, so we saw these two movies. Um, usually, we just see one. We only told one. But this was unusual because we recorded the podcast last week, and then because we had to get it out, we had to get out all of the ill will towards Fantastic Four.
0: Yeah, still there.
1: But yeah. I had to get out of my system, or else it would have poisoned and killed me by now. But then immediately afterwards, we're like, let's go see a movie. So we saw the Man from Uncle. This was a Guy Ritchie film with Superman and some guy that's American, but he was the Russian. Lone Ranger. Oh, that was Army Hammer.
0: Yeah, it was Army Hammer. Yeah, it was very funny know. seeing the British man play the the United States agent and the uh, the American playing the Russian.
1: I know it's crazy. It's almost like they're actors or something.
0: Well, it would. I would say that. But have you seen Lone Ranger? No. Yeah. yeah. Why would I? <laughs> That was the same question literally the entire world asked themselves. And that's why that movie didn't make money.
1: Yeah, um, he was actually slated to play Batman in the original Justice League movie. Like, he signed the contract, they fitted him for the suit and everything. Really? Yeah. um, Back circa, I want to say, it was in production, I believe, at the same time as Dark Knight, which is strange. But I guess it would have come out, you know, about when...
0: Concurrently?
1: uh, Well, it would have come out around when... uh, Dark Knight Rises came out, but they weren't. I, I, I don't know how it all ended up because originally, what their plan was for Batman after the Clooney bomb, um, they wanted to do a Batman Beyond movie,
0: which would have been awesome. Oh, it would have been so cool.
1: Actually, it probably would have sucked because it's coming out of the 90s, but like, yeah, fair enough. If they did it like, right now, I'd just be like, yeah, cool.
0: Can you imagine getting actual Kevin Conroy to be old Bruce Wayne? That, that would, would, would be, be cool. Beautiful. Like, it would either be like old Kevin Conroy. Or you know <laughs> Kevin Conroy or um, Clint Eastwood.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like awesome
0: Bruce Waynes.
1: Yeah, they they talked about that for years when they were talking about like adapting um, Dark Knight Returns as having Eastwood play old Bruce Wayne because it's every person that's ever played Batman with the exception of Adam West kind of models it after like the Eastwood kind of like, yeah motherfucker, yeah you, you you Asian person get off of my car. Or as uh, he made a whole movie about that.
0: Or. <laughs> Get off my, it was good. get off my lawn. Get off lawn.
1: my lawn in the motion picture. <laughs> get your Chinaman smile out of here. It's like, who says Chinaman anymore? That's a lazy racial insult.
0: Clint Eastwood. It's like,
1: you're a man and you're from China. Okay, Chinaman.
0: <laughs> yeah, or or Jap, that was always a very lazy one.
1: I like nip, because it's cute. Nip is for Japanese, because uh, the Japanese word for Japan is Nippon, or Nihon is more common Wait, nowadays. Wait, I thought...
0: I thought Nippon was the, the ramen noodle.
1: Well, it's a Japanese brand of ramen noodles. Oh. Nippon means Japan. Oh, okay. That, that makes um, more sense now. That's actually, it, the reason that we call it Japan is because that comes from the word Nippon. Um, the Portuguese, when they heard it, I guess, you know, the Portuguese alphabet's crazy. Like Royce Gracie. That's not his name. His name is Hoyce Gracie, but he spells it with an R. <laughs> um, so they don't say letters right. So when the Portuguese uh, first went to Japan and, like, Very opened up the trade route... Insensitive. Rap, what? The Portuguese are stupid. <laughs> worthless people. And I hate them.
0: Oh, we probably just lost, like, <laughs> a viewer.
1: I think we've had two listeners in Portugal.
0: I don't... I,
1: I, look, I have no opinions on Portugal. I know nothing about Portugal. You know, other yeah, than they to say be th- the
0: common opinion on a lot of things. Other
1: than they say their words funny. Like, You know Gracie Hoist Gracie from He made Brazilian Jiu Jitsu He's like the most Famous martial artist Alive right now
0: Okay Um, I I think that's still Jackie Chan
1: Well That's not an actor Um,
0: I think that's still Bruce Lee
1: He created like (laughs) I I believe he single handedly Created UFC And um, Just ejaculated Joe Rogan Into its existence Um, He spells his name R-O-Y-C-E That's Royce And for years I said Royce and then one day I said it out loud to someone else, and they're like, you know, it's hoist. And I'm like, are you fucking with me? Why <laughs> would you, that be the case? Are you an idiot? <laughs> like, do you not know how words work? And they're like, no, no, it's dude, it's hoist. It's hoist. I'm like, no. You'll always be Royce to me.
0: Yeah, like, for, for example, your last name is Pino. Well, it's, it's spelled Pino, but it's, it's, exactly it's actually it's pronounced like- dickhead. It's a you very, could, it very sounds interesting thing.
1: Like you could have made something like that, but no, you went the other direction. It's a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's penis perna-
0: isn't necessarily have, an insult. Dickhead, said, that's an insult.
1: Usually when you call someone a penis, it's never a good thing. That's well, never like, a term of endearment. It oh. could be. I mean, oh, you cute little penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's
0: I, I imagine you're saying sweet that, little penis I, I, that I, guy is. <laughs> I imagine you saying that every time you go to the bathroom, you just look down, and that's how that's. Please, I can't see my penis. Oh, Oh. um. How did we get onto the topic? Japan,
1: Japan. Okay, it's it was spelled, uh, it's pronounced Nippon, but um, the Portuguese, I guess they spelt it with the J, and in Portuguese that would be it would sound like Nippon. But when it was, um, you know, anglified, they never changed the J to the N. So we've always said Japan instead of, it should be like Nippan or something like that because it's closer to what the actual word is. Like, you ever think about, like, where the fuck, I, for years, I was like, where, because I speak a little bit of Japanese, it's Nihon or Nippon. I'm like, where the fuck did the word Japan come from? Why why do we call it that? They don't call it that. Where does the word Korea come from? The word for Korea in Korean is Hongguk. That's too different. It's funny because it's got the word gook in it. That's actually where that comes from. We're
0: having a whole etymological... Wait, but, but but that's Korea. That's not... Via, that's a completely different place.
1: No, it, that that derogative term started in the Korean War. It was leftovers. People that had served in Korea. Uh-huh. Um, it was the same thing. Like, I said they call them nips, right? Right. Um, just because it was a shortened version and they'd take it and... They, they didn't even mean it in, like, an insulting way. But, like, when they said it in Korea, because they would come up and they'd be like, mi gook or hong or whatever. they just say, oh, the gooks. And then it became, like, a offensive term later on in Vietnam when they started using that term to people who never even said it, I guess. And then it became an insult, so... I used to just and be And that connotation just carried with it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But, uh, Anyway.
0: I, I hope f- you all feel smarter. Um... Probably not, but... Yeah.
1: Well, listening to a, a, a white guy lecture an Asian guy on Asian words. Yeah. And <laughs> their meaning. Um... So, this has been a roundabout way of saying, I really enjoyed The Man from Uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I liked this movie. Now, you didn't really. Well, you didn't dislike it.
0: No, I didn't dislike it. I just. I kind of walked out and, like, well, that was two hours. Well, like. It just. The whole thing felt very contrived to me. Like, I've seen this all before. Granted, I haven't seen it done by Guy Ritchie, but I've seen it all before. Sure. And I felt like nothing new was brought to the table. Nothing was intriguing, I think the only thing that carried the movie for me is uh, in addition to Guy Ritchie's very uh, very stylistic form of directing, but uh, Henry Cavill and Army Hammer's I thought
1: Henry Henry Cavill was fucking great Yeah, they, Army they Hammer were both was great. very good too but yeah. like, but having not really seen him in anything, but I, I've seen a couple episodes of the Tudors, but I, I haven't seen him he was, outside of Superman he
0: was also in that one spy movie with Sigourney Weaver, right? Where Bruce Willis was his dad I think? Uh, I have no idea yeah, it, it it existed. Um, That's kind of how I felt about this. Like, it, it exists, and I don't have a problem with it. If someone were to come up to me and say, I really love that movie, I'm like, really?
1: I will say that I really enjoyed it. I don't love it. Really? Because I love it in context.
0: You love it after seeing Fant Forstic.
1: Yes, and after... Like, I guess I'm just... The only way I could say it is, I'm fucking sick of superhero movies. I really am. And this was like this was not. Realize
0: we have a nerd rant podcast, right?
1: Oh, it's going to get much worse in this episode. I'm (laughs) going to kind of say my entire feelings uh, about Marvel because I've had it. Kind of. This has always been in my head.
0: We're always very vocal about DC, but we don't really talk about Marvel. Well, because it's like you can't really
1: you can fault Marvel, and I'm about to. So prepare yourselves eventually, but.
0: Stay tuned after this commercial For the
1: most part, they make serviceable films. Um, With very few exceptions, I've never walked out of a Marvel movie and been like, oh, I really hate that. But we'll get to it. Anyway, I just, you know, I'm kind of tired of the the superhero um, uh, genre, I guess. I still, like, I look forward to seeing Batman and Superman because that's something that I haven't seen yet, Batman fighting Superman, and that's just neat. Um, and the Batsuit we'll looks We'll get to good. that later. But uh, right now, just the superhero formula, it's just, it feels so played out to me. And now the reason I can't say that I loved A Man From U.N.C.L.E. is because it was a very basic spy film. I mean, it's the kind of movie that's been made a million times before. It's just that's not the fad right now. So this was refreshing, especially after Fantastic Four, which was a fucking abortion. But Fantastic Four, in relation to the Marvel movies, I think that the Marvel Cinematic Universe really, I think that they are partially to blame for Fantastic Four being as terrible as it was. Because looking into the, all of the, the, the production notes, looking into all of the pre-production for Fantastic Stick, it looked like it was going to be something different. From what Josh Trank has said, he wanted to do a sci-fi movie using those characters, and it was kind of like a body horror film. We talked about it on the last two podcasts. But midway through production, Fox kind of panicked. They're like, well, that's not what Marvel does, and Marvel's making all the money. So we got to slap the asinine superhero narrative at the tail end of this movie where it did not belong. Mm. The second half of this movie and the first, they were like different movies. It was like, to I be don't fair, even...
0: To be fair, I don't think Joshua Trank's idea would have been salvageable in the first place just of how incredibly bland, boring, and poorly written everything else about that film was. Yes,
1: but it was an idea. It was an idea. Um,
0: but you know what? Masters of, the, Masters of the Universe, that was also an idea. You not know well that turned out? Look, I don't Apparently disagree. Apparently well enough because they're rebooting that as well.
1: I, and why? Again, that's like fucking Jim. It's like, are there really He-Man fans out there right now? Like, is there they're, are they're guys in their 30s and 40s that feel nostalgic for that, but the, that is not who you make movies for anymore.
0: Yeah. Like, well,
1: especially like big franchise movies. You make it for like a much younger audience.
0: It's, uh, I guess the person who is writing Thor Ragnarok is also penning the script for masters of the universe oh look
1: that's two things I do not give a shit about yeah so
0: you can do blonde guy with <laughs> muscles here do this movie hey you did this
1: movie you may as well do that movie who cares is Hollywood let's go do some blow
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um okay so Marvel right it was uh Probing around, because we just saw two movies that were non-Marvel movies. Um, The other one was American Ultra. You want to just, like, go ahead and give a small American Ultra review? I don't really have a whole lot to say about that
0: movie, Yeah, it was was, was an action comedy, and the action was shaky cam, poorly directed, and the comedy wasn't that funny.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, what I said coming out, it was the best of no worlds. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: It it needed to accomplish two things, and neither thing connected with the audience.
1: So this was Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Chick from Twilight. God, was her name? Kristen Stewart?
0: No, this was this was her first role. Like, uh, this is her first breakout performance. Uh, she w- was fine, but I haven't seen her in anything else. I don't know how her career is going to be. I no, actually, I I've, seen I've seen approximately two
1: thirds of a single Twilight. Film. I,
0: I've seen her in Snow White and the Hunts. Oh, I don't know what the Twilight films are. I'm just
1: listen. They I'm made to these blank. movies There's called Twilight.
0: No, no they didn't. Um, I they- saw Snow White and the Huntsman, and that movie was fucking painful to sit through. Yeah. Like, it was one of the few movies where it... That movie was probably as boring as Fantastic Four. Well, let's... Uh, 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 uh,
1: stop pretending Twilight doesn't exist. You don't have to it like Twilight. Happen. Everybody hates Twilight. It doesn't exist. It's not... You're not taking... The, you're not taking the a The more you stance, talk Michael, about it, it
0: validates its position.
1: Listen, the thing about Kristen Stewart... If you
0: talk about it, it's real. Don't talk about it. It never happened.
1: The thing about Kristen Stewart is I don't really see her out... Like, I guess she was right for that role... I don't know anything about Twilight, though, so I, I couldn't say. I didn't read the books. I I'm not Gian Gomez, We should I didn't call read Gian, all the Twilight yeah. books. Um, I, so I don't know. But from what I've heard, is like, yeah, she's a pretty accurate uh, uh, version of that character. But everything else that she's been in, it's like, I think that was her niche, right? I don't see her... I, I, I can't place her in anything. I think that she could be a decent, like, uh, character actress that just kind of shows up as... You know, the realistic looking, semi realistic looking girlfriend of, you know, like a main character or somebody, like a side character. I don't see her as a leading woman because she's just got that personality that it's just like. Wait, what
0: personality? Exactly.
1: Where it's. We'll talk about. She has the blank slate. To talk about it in the parlance of this movie, Um, it starts out Jesse Eisenberg is like a stoner, uh, slacker guy. This movie was kind of like.
0: It was kind of like Clerks a it little was, bit. Yeah, it was like... Yeah.
1: I was going to say that. It, it's Clerks meets Born Identity, which is weird. Um, is that the story of Born Identity? Was he one of those people that... Uh, it's a, I guess it's like... What was the, the actual archetype where it's a sleeper agent that they say a magic word and then he comes alive?
0: I think it was Born Identity.
1: It's not the first one. There was one no, like it's, way back it's, in
0: the 60s. It's no, it's not the first one, but it is the most... It's the most prevalent. recognizable yeah.
1: one of the last 20 years. Um... So, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg is basically that. He's a he's uh, secret agent that doesn't know he's an agent. And uh, Kristen Stewart is his girlfriend in the beginning of the movie. And then spoilers. We'll just spoil it. You don't really even have to go see this movie. You can if you want. It's a good way to kill two hours. You're not going to get anything from it, though. Um, I, I Again, I didn't hate this movie. It was just that. I feel about that the way you feel about A Man From <clears throat> U.N.C.L.E. I'm like, I, I don't regret having seen it. Um, I never feel like I have to watch it again. It's just, i ambivalent towards time. it. Yeah, yeah it was a thing that happened.
0: It, no one's gonna go out and, like, buy the t-shirt with some catchy phrase on it, just to be ironic. It's just...
1: Don't, be, don't yeah. underestimate our friends in Williamsburg. Dear,
0: dear, God. And, you know, the thing about that is, every time Jesse Eisenberg was on screen, all I could fucking think of was, this guy is Lex Luthor. Fuck!
1: Kinda of prefer Michael Sarah's Lex Luthor if they're just gonna get that. But it's again, it was I I also said this. I feel like Jesse Eisenberg is at a point in a career where he no longer has to play Michael Sarah, so why is he still doing it?
0: The red capes are coming. The red capes are coming. Look,
1: that is a stupid line, but I will give him this much. Not a Michael Sarah Sarah E delivery of that line. It's, not, that'd be it's like not gonna win any Oscars. The red capes
0: are coming. Um,
1: the red capes are uh coming. Michael Sarah is like a a, a prepubescent um, right, take Jeff a shot, Goldblum. Everybody. Oh yeah, oftentimes di- jive drinking game. Whenever you hear an ambulance, which is going to be frequently, uh, take a shot. This is Manhattan. This is what it's like to live in New York.
0: All right, American Ultra. I mean, I yeah, it was a movie. It it wasn't very funny. I mean, there were a couple <laughs> jokes where it, they were chuckle worthy, but it was never very funny. And the action scenes of which should have saved the film and pushed it into the, oh wow, it's actually a really hardcore action movie. Were all so haphazardly shot and very shaky cam, and not like Doug Liman like Born Supremacy shaky cam. I'm talking like now. no, I'm 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 talking like this was Columbiana or Taken Two shaky cam, and it was abhorrent.
1: But the thing is, okay, you could either do it like the Born Identity where it's okay. It's a stylistic choice.
0: Saving Private Ryan worked out well in that movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a much better example, too. Um, Where it services the plot, or you, like, the Christopher Nolan rap would be it's kind of a necessity, because you have a guy dressed as Batman fighting people, and that looks stupid (laughs) when the camera is static, the way they designed the costume, which just didn't work. So they kind of had to make rapid cuts. But he did it in a way that was aesthetically it made sense because I, I think that meshes very well with Nolan's overall style he's a very quick cut kind of filmmaker like he's watching a Nolan movie is like uh, it's like a mile 100 miles an hour experience where it's just it doesn't stop yeah, right? it's just it's, this thing he doesn't give you time to think and uh, which is fine sometimes
0: that's, that's a cop car
1: I like that the cop car is bubbly sounding it's just like it's more festive.
0: Yeah, it's 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 to uh, it's to help the NYPD uh, track record against uh, shooting people and beating people. Yeah,
1: they, they look like clowns, so they sound like clowns. So you like them, and you ignore the fact that they murder black people frequently. Uh
0: Anyways. Forgot what we were saying,
1: but in a movie like this, the shaky cam it wasn't really necessary.
0: No, and there there are a couple shots that would have, well a shot in particular that would have been
1: really interesting cool or, or really cool it, if it you were able to. Itself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like they were like, oh my god, I have this really cool idea for this tracking shot, um, but I want the guy who's having the epileptic attack to, uh, to hold the camera, mm-hmm. and that's what happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, American Ultra, go see it if you want. I think that the thing that really would have made this movie a lot better um, is if they scrapped, like, the indie kind of angle. Like, they, it looked like it was I Heart Huckabees at some point, like where it was just, it's supposed to be, like, a trendy-looking, cool filmmaker. But I don't think it needed that. I think it was fu- the, the premise was funny enough that they could have made it an actual comedy and not, like, a tongue-in-cheek indie con- comedy where it's just a slice of life. Because what that felt like, it was just dull, bland humor um, overlaid with weird action that didn't feel like it was there.
0: With almost cringe-worthy romantic dialogue.
1: Yeah, I think it was a strong enough or, premise that it could have supported uh, yeah, a, com- a comedic take.
0: and despite having a ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous—he like kills someone with a spoon. Well,
1: and that's the thing. But, it's like it's so absurd that you can't really make it grounded.
0: Right, but they do work. they do try to ground it as yeah. heavily as they can instead of taking the, um, probably what would have made the movie more enjoyable is the Cabin in the Woods route where halfway through the film, everyone just loses their fucking mind and it's fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. But no, yeah, this is... this a really,
1: this, really strong writer to pull off something like Cabin in the
0: Woods. Yeah, well that was uh, Drew Goddard and uh, Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. I mean, so in other words, like, that's cheating. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh,
1: I, I, yeah, I think it would have been improved by just letting it be a little silly. A little more silly. Well,
0: yeah, like, in the very beginning he kills, he kills someone with a spoon, mm-hmm. and then it never hits that point again.
1: And he does his monologue about that when he's explaining it to his girlfriend, and I was like, if this was Michael Sarah, I probably would have laughed, because I could see him doing it. And there's just something about him, maybe it's his face, he's just funnier. than than Jesse Eisenberg. I think Jesse Eisenberg is a little bit more of a realistic actor. uh, And Michael Cera is a little bit more of a comedic actor.
0: Well, you know that the red capes are coming. The red capes are coming. Jesse Eisenberg is a very
1: unintentionally funny actor. (laughs) Um... So anyway, God,
0: I remember like seeing that trailer, and for the first time I saw it, I'm like, "Holy shit! Like that looks cool. This looks awesome. The red caves are god fucking damn it!" Like. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so anyway, uh, yay or nay, uh, American Hustle? What the fuck did we just watch?
0: American Ultra. <laughs> um, it's it functions. It's perfect background noise. It's like one of those movies where you can have on while you're. Doing something and not pay like if you're cleaning your bathroom and you're scrubbing your toilet and this movie's on in the other room. Yeah, catch it, it on cable.
1: On. Yeah, maybe like a matinee if you've got nothing to do. Uh-huh.
0: But um, no, it's 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 fine. It's not bad. It's fine. I just I wouldn't I wouldn't pay matinee price to see it.
1: Well, I would we did.
0: say we did, but I would say wait for Netflix or wait for cable if you. If you're not watching something really good on Netflix, watch it on Netflix. If you're a
1: really big Jesse Eisenberg fan, go see it. If you're a really big uh, Kristen uh, Stewart fan, go see it, I guess. If those people exist...
0: If those people exist, you shouldn't be watching. Or if you shouldn't be watching movies. Well, if those
1: people exist, they're not listening to this. But uh, In fact, there's nobody listening to this. Um, So anyway, my point is, we saw these two movies. We're not fantastic movies. No, but that was fan stick. I found them both very refreshing. Um it's not and what I you was, call it. I was thinking, why is that? Because it can't just be burnt out on superheroes. There's something about the Marvel universe, the Marvel Marvel Studios, that I'm just getting super fucking sick of. And now I'm not. Again, I'm gonna try to be as diplomatic as possible. They make good movies.
0: Diplomatic as possible. How but, many times did you say the word gook when we first started this?
1: It's a diplomatic, not politically correct. It, it was an, an academic usage of the word gook. Anyway, so I was trying to figure out why I am having a, an issue with Marvel lately. And um, I just kind of like, I, I, I Googled it. I was like, what's wrong with Marvel? Something to that effect. And somebody had written a nice, uh, well-worded blog post um, pointing out... They were talking about the show Community, which just wrapped. Um, And they were talking about Dan Harmon and his feelings on on the MCU. Because he's always kind of been like a very outspoken person about other writers. And I I, I guess he has iterated a couple of times the problem that he sees with the, the MCU... And so have a lot of other writers. George R. R. Martin famously did it as well. And this is not to say that they make bad movies, because honestly, they don't. Um, But there's a formula to Marvel. And now, we're seven years in to this Marvel thing, right? They put out two movies a year, and I just feel like they're all kind of the same movies. You and I have like a very different opinion on Marvel. I think you are a very, very big fan. I'm not not a fan. I like them I'm happy that they exist but i i i I don't think that they're spectacular. I don't want to say overrated, but Marvel is to movies what t g i Fridays is to restaurants
0: <laughs> ouch no, Shots I don't look, fired. I don't
1: mean that well fine well, what's a slightly better chain restaurant?
0: Mmm. No.
1: Here's the thing. Maybe I'll we'll say, like, I don't know, carrabbas. They're kind of expensive. What the fuck is a Carabas. Macaroni grill. I don't know. It's these things that exist outside of New York. <laughs> they're massive chains. The thing is, like, TGI Fridays, you go, you, you have a meal at Fridays, and it's not bad, and it's consistent. You could go to TGI Fridays on Broadway, or you could go to TGI Fridays in fucking Honolulu, or you could go to TGI Fridays in South Korea, which my dad did. <laughs> True story. And it's all the same kind of food. And there's a comfort to that. Um, it's, you're never really going to have a horrible experience. You know that you could look at the menu, and this is what you're getting.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like General Motors. It's all the same car, all the same piece of shit, with a different coat of paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Now
0: and not to say Marvel's piece of shit out of Marvel, but you get the point.
1: But every Marvel movie is kinda of the same thing.
0: Well, I can see you saying that, especially with Ant Man. Ant Man was very very much Iron Man with a heist plot. And a lot of the things that Marvel does. Iron Man
1: is... was Captain America with a robot plot.
0: I don't. I don't remember any dance numbers in Iron Man.
1: No, there's the garnish is always different a little bit. But you take a hero and his stasis point, which is fine because that's every narrative ever told. Take a guy.
0: Well, I mean, if you're going to do that... Put them in a situation. If you're going to do that, then are you going to take up the basic formula of filmmaking as a whole? No. In that case, God, you must love The Phantom Menace because that movie was very against the formula.
1: No, that's not what I'm saying. I bet you if you watch that movie now, that'd be very refreshing. Listen.
0: It's refreshing. It's not a comic book. There's no protagonist. It's very inventive.
1: You take a guy, you give him superpowers for whatever reason, and then you have a MacGuffin, a magic thing that if it falls into the enemy's hands, the consequences will never be the same.
0: Wait, are you talking about the man from Uncle now?
1: Then he has to go fight an exact replica of himself in a slightly different costume.
0: It does sound like the man from Uncle.
1: In what way? What's the MacGuffin in the man from Uncle?
0: That whole like the A bomb thing.
1: Yeah, there's that's the basic framework that you're hanging off of. But the overall plot of the Man from U.N.C.L.E. is two characters interacting with one
0: another. Oh, oh, and guess what? One character is the same as the other character, but is the opposite. Who? I'm fucking Army Hammer and Henry Cavill.
1: Is Army Hammer the antagonist?
0: He starts off that way. No,
1: then he's not. That doesn't make.
0: At the end of the movie, they don't make that clear or not. Huh? At the end of the movie, they don't make that clear. At the end not. of the
1: movie, they team up and are friends forever.
0: Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, you need to get the thing. There's Kill no, the no, American no. if necessary." This,
1: look, listen, that is not no, no, no. my there, argument at a po- all. This is yeah, and they say to the American, "Kill the Russian if necessary," and they work for it. But you can't, you cannot compare Army Hammer's character to fucking Red Skull and his relationship Why not? to Captain they're both America. European in an actual argument. That's dishonest. That's not That's not accurate.
0: You're taking up an issue with formulaic filmmaking. I'd hate to tell this to you. Filmmaking is rather formulaic. No. Okay.
1: Storytelling, there are archetypes. But, they, depending on who you talk to, there are at least three, sometimes four, sometimes even more than that. Marvel takes one archetype and they make it over and over and over and over every Marvel movie. Let's look up a list, and we're going to talk about it.
0: You don't really need a list. You can kind of just rattle off the plans.
1: All right, fine. Iron Man. Okay. What's it about?
0: I mean, Tony Stark's weapons manufacturer gets kidnapped, builds mm-hmm. his own Iron Man suit because he sees that damage. Well, he
1: bi- he builds an Iron Man suit, and he builds an arc reactor.
0: Yeah, to stop him from dying.
1: Right. Right. But the arc reactor later becomes an issue Where if the bad guy gets it, the consequences are never the same. Then he has to fight an exact clone of himself in a slightly different costume.
0: For two minutes.
1: For two minutes. For two minutes, yeah. Okay. Okay. So what's the next one?
0: Uh, After Iron Man, there was the Incredible Hulk.
1: Yes, the Incredible Hulk. Now, I don't remember what the MacGuffin was. I'm just going to say it's the Gamma rays or something. Just
0: blood, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well... Yeah.
1: You take, a, you take a guy in stasis, you put, give him superpowers, then there's an evil version of him in a slightly different costume who gets the MacGuffin, and the consequences will never be the same, so we have to stop him.
0: Well, I mean, to be fair, like, he just destroyed Harlem, which, you know, not that big of a loss.
1: Well, rude.
0: We can't. I mean, we, by the end of that movie, you couldn't... If I walked into Harlem right now, I would not be able to tell the difference, like, if Abomination went and destroyed the whole fucking thing. It looks... It's kind of a mess as is.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: hashtag Shots fired hashtag But really though.
1: Yeah. No. Seriously. They're probably gunshots. <clears throat> so what's after? Uh, Iron Man two. Iron Man two. Okay.
0: I, you know, honestly, I don't even know the plot of Iron Man two. The
1: exact same plot as Iron Man one,
0: <laughs> except with less screen time from Tony Stark and more from Samuel Jackson, Scarlett Johansson, John Favreau, and. Um,
1: Iron Man Two varies the formula ever so slightly by making two antagonists, but this is another common trope in Marvel: is the antagonist is just another lackey for a bigger antagonist. Yeah. So. Oh, it's a common trope with a you, bunch of things. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, look, I'm not arguing against tropes, but when you're making the same movie 14 times now, there are two other formulas that you could use. Use one of them.
0: But, you know, to be fair, it's a formula that has proved to work.
1: And it has proved to work. Right. If you get, get to the end of the argument, I'm saying that's not necessarily a bad thing. However, the thing that's different about Marvel versus the way movies used to be, Marvel will give you a, like I said with the TGI Fridays thing, you'll always get a decent movie. It's a formula and it's very stable. You will never get Fantastic Four out of Marvel. Like, or Fanforstick, stick I should say. But at the same time, you will never get Dark Knight. You will never get The Godfather. You will never get Jaws. You will never get any of these stories that stand alone and you think this was a truly fantastic motion picture. Because the best that you could get is the same thing that you've always had.
0: Right. Which so is,
1: there's, that's...
0: It's just a coat of paint. That's
1: yeah. all well and good. But, so we don't have to endure Catwoman. <laughs> but then we'll never get Dark Knight. And you that's know, the thing. This is seven years into it, dude. When these movies started, you were 12. Yeah. Literally.
0: Yeah, literally.
1: And they have been using the same formula. For every film that they've made, and since then, studios have
0: just copied it. Exactly, and that's
1: the bigger problem here. This is the systemic problem that comes from it: is other studios are following suit because they see things like, "Oh, look, they make all the money right now." Literally all of it, because it's safe. And now people go in and they're like, "It's exactly how I felt about Ant Man. I was like, it was good, but it wasn't fantastic. It wasn't amazing." I want to go see a movie that's amazing and if everybody follows suit into this Marvel formula we're never going to have another Dark Knight. We're never look Ant-Man you had a director with a vision.
0: An incredibly visionary director. Yes.
1: His formula is not tested. Sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you'll get movies like Scott Pilgrim which were amazing but didn't do well financially. But I would so much rather have Scott Pilgrim than Ant-Man. You know, that's one of those movies that you could watch time and again, and you could talk about, and you could be like, oh, this was so fucking original. And it's based on something else. And I'm not saying that you can't base things off something else. Every movie Stanley Kubrick ever made was based on something else. But with the Marvel formula, dude, we'll have okay movies forever.
0: You know, I'm actually very interested to see how Doctor Strange turns out, because I guess there was an expo recently. Not D23, there was something else. And they were comparing it to, like... Disney had their, you know, Disney classic films, and then they had Fantasia, and it was just this very out-of-left-field, different type of film, mm-hmm. and people are saying that Doctor Strange is Marvel's Fantasia, yeah, which is a very interesting concept to me, um, I don't know if it's going to work out, I don't know if it's going to be a fever dream of a film, I mean, I, I really like Benedict Cumberbatch, but... Um, okay. Yeah, I think he's good. I mean, he's Look, a very stereotypical actor, but he's a very he's very good at being Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, so, I mean, he's,
1: he's, he's like a famous character actor.
0: I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch, like, you're basically... Com- you could basically compare Benedict Cumberbatch to a Marvel movie. He does the same thing over and over. He just does it well. I mean, mm-hmm. every character he's ever played has been the same character.
1: Yeah, from an acting perspective, that's absolutely fine. You can play the same character forever and ever because they could put you in different m- plots and movies and stuff.
0: Oh, it's kind of almost as if you take the same formulaic thing and put a new coat no, of paint on it. No, it's
1: not him. at all like How that. Is because it different? you could take Benedict Cumberbatch and put him in Sherlock Holmes. Then you could put him in Doctor Strange. He's always making the same accent, but that's superficial. The story itself is different. Wildly different sometimes. You could take Benedict Cumberbatch and put him in fucking 2001 A Space Odyssey. You could take him and put him in fucking Spy Kids. And he's always going to have the same accent. You're always going to know it's Benedict Cumberbatch. But what matters in a movie is not any one person person it is a collaborative art so you could get on him as like oh maybe he's not being creative enough as an actor and he's not doing pomp and peasant or pleasantries and all this other crap but that's not what acting is acting's not putting on a mask acting is acting realistically under imaginary circumstances no
0: acting is having the director tell you when to blink and breathe right exactly exactly thank you joshua Trank, for clarifying that for us
1: so yeah, I guess you could say that about his acting, but it is not the same about, it's not making the same movie again and again and again.
0: Well, I mean, likewise going to a Marvel movie, every Marvel movie, like, we've, we've talked about this before, Civil War, I mean, it's going to be fine, like, but you know what to expect already. Exactly. I feel like every movie with Benedict Cumberbatch, you see Benedict Cumberbatch in a role, you know what you're getting.
1: I know how he's going to sound, and I know that, I guess, the kind of air he'll give off, but I don't know anything about the movie. You could look at the roles that he takes and say that maybe that's repetitive, but that's different than, you know, judging him himself as an actor. Because, like I said, you could put him in anything, literally anything. And he's not going to be, he's not going to be Gary Oldman, he's not going to be Daniel Day-Lewis and be a, a chameleon, but I don't think you have to be. Because, yes, film is a collaborative art. The director is not the only person in charge. The actor is not the only person in charge. The screenwriter is not the only person in charge. Ideally. It's how they come together and create this other thing.
0: Right. And then, ideally, yes. Yeah. Unideally, you get Transformers.
1: Right. But, see, the thing about Civil War is like, yes, I already know what that movie's going to be because I've already seen it. Civil War, look, I don't know the, the, the actual plot details. But I, I I do know that it's going to be Iron Man fighting Captain America for a little bit. And they're not going to team up again at the end. It's going to be the same thing as Batman versus Superman. The only reason I'm interested in that is because it's never I've never seen those two characters do it before. But I've seen these two characters do it before three fucking times. Um.
0: Although you know there is a rumor that is floating around that Spider Man is actually going to have a full out fight with Captain America.
1: That's fine. It's cool, but like at the end of the day, I, I feel it's they'll be enemies and then they're friends again.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's what's well, gonna, unless they kill Steve Rogers, that would be interesting. But like, if you
1: think about Civil War in the comics and what it was, there were like long lasting consequences, yeah. And you could kill Steve Rogers and that would do it. I'd say they'd probably kill RDJ first because he seems less happy expensive? About doing it, yeah, yeah. Um, or he's more expensive, he's more expensive yeah. yeah, uh. In the comics, what was it—the the superhero registration act? You had people—you yeah. had people like Spider-Man coming out for the first time and revealing their secret identity, which has always been an integral part of the Spider-Man mythos. So there were big, long—well, they could have been long-lasting changes, but they retconned it eventually. But as they always do, but it, it had major implications, and it was—it was. This is what. Ideally, the formulaic type writing should be. We have have our characters, and we have our archetypes, and we know what they are. Now we have to put them in different types of situations and see how they react. But the thing about what Marvel's doing is we're putting them in the same types of situations again and again and again. And it's always fine. It's always good movies. But it's never great. It's consistent, and it's great, but like... Like I said, I want to see the Citizen Kane of fucking Marvel movies. I don't want to see the Iron Man of Marvel movies repackaged, you know, another fucking ten times into perpetuity.
0: Yeah, that being said, I don't ever, ever want to see something like Fantastic Four ever again.
1: See, listen, I am okay with stuff like that coming out as long as there is some semblance of creativity involved. That wasn't it. No, it wasn't. But had Josh Trank's original vision, it wouldn't have been good, because we already saw the first half of that. But <laughs> I will take creative and shitty over carbon copy and shitty any day of the week. The thing is, Show though, me we something haven't... I haven't seen before. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's about, you know, you, it is, to a degree, throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Um, so, look, Christopher Nolan did something that they would never done with Batman before, and it really worked. That being said...
0: 60% of the time. <sighs>
1: <laughs> well and why didn't it work the third time around because they started doing something that really it didn't work in that universe and that could that's just studio hackery going we need to make a third movie because why not He didn't really like I from what I've heard he had an idea of what the third movie would be if he was going to make one he was never the kind of director that said I'm going to do this for the next 10 years, right. it was always they had to renegotiate with him, and he'd do it if he could find something, a way to do it. And now they had to end the story, because you can't... Can you imagine if they just stopped it at Dark Knight? I mean, this was a shitty conclusion to the story, but at least there was a conclusion. Um,
0: And that being said, again... I thought Dark tried Knight to, was a satisfying enough conclusion.
1: Well, yeah, but it's like... Yeah, I... I look, I'd, I'd have been fine if they just left it and then rebooted it, but other people wouldn't. They tried a lot in Dark Knight Rises. And I think that, you know, part of the problem with that, it was just it was too much. They needed to redraft. They needed to streamline it a little bit. But there were some really awesome things that came out of that movie. Fucking um, Catwoman was the best that she's ever been on film.
0: Yeah. Um, Bane was the
1: best he's ever been on film. In any medium. <laughs> fucking, it was, the, it's the only time I've ever looked at Bane and been like, that's cool. <laughs> this is fucking stupid hulked out luchador. It's like, that's, it is the epitome of 90s cheese, but they found a way to make Bane work. It was just, you know, the story got lost after too many to characters.
0: Yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, you know, I'm Italian happy that that movie joke, happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we can now look at this if we're looking at it from the creative end and, like, seeing what Warner Brothers wants to do in the future. Like, look at the things that don't work about it and try to fix it later on.
0: Well, the thing is, Marvel... Right now, they're not
1: doing that. They're just saying, we need to Marvel up right now. And they're doing a poor job at it.
0: Yeah, they're doing a piss poor job at it. Um, The thing about uh, Marvel, though, is that as much as you can fault them for, they do have a plan. Like, the plan is going somewhere. Granted, you may not necessarily care where the plan is going, um, but there is some semblance of connection and continuity within it. DC, it is very obvious that they have no idea what they're doing.
1: And I wouldn't say that. I would say that looking at uh, Batman versus, I, I'm not saying that they're good at it, but looking at Batman versus Superman, I think that it looks like they knew what they were doing from the very first movie. Because the thing mm. that everybody hated most about that first movie was that he 9 11 times a thousand. But the entire plot of the next movie is is. is, is fixing that is See, we're I, dealing with it we're I mean, not sweeping it under the rug we're seeing the consequences i yet.
0: wouldn't think that that'd be a, a decision like creatively going what if he just he fucking obliterates metropolis and then we can address it in the next movie no that's something where like after they they're like yeah he's gonna be the coolest superman fight and Buildings are gonna fall over and then after they saw the big outcry we're like how many people died they're like oh listen oh, should... that's
1: a cynical take and that's fine you could have, you could think that way. It's but it's,
0: it's just as easy to
1: say that they planned it all along. Why is it not? Zack Snyder was not the only person working on these movies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I could just as easily say that they planned it as, and you could just as easily say that it was a fuck-up reaction. The only thing that we could really say was a direct reaction was what fucking Marvel did at the end of goddamn Ages of Ultron, where they're like, oh, they have to be superheroes. Now, they've never been fucking superheroes in those movies. They're, they're, they've never once saved fucking anybody. It's always been, oh, look, I made this mistake, now I gotta clean it up. That has been, like, Marvel's bread and butter from day one. Iron Man was never going out fighting, like, purse snatchers. He was never Batman. No, he, he was, was just... always like, Oh, look, I made this thing, look, I made this nuclear arms program, now I don't like it, now I need to dismantle it. Oh, somebody else has my technology, now I gotta go fuck it, I gotta yeah. go clean that up. If they really want to get on DC and hammer home, like, oh look, our superheroes are saving people now? No, because there's never once happened in a Marvel movie. I cannot think of a single example where the hero took time out of their big overarching plot to just go save some guy on the street. Can you name me one example?
0: I mean, you can say that it happened in a... Like, in every Marvel movie, there's always been a point where they would take people Avengers,
1: out of, they were fixing a problem that they made.
0: Well, that mm-hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D. made, yes. But you still go out of your time to save the people like there are the people in the bank. Who, Iron Man, you have the people in the fucking... Who did they... Who, uh,
1: what people in the bank? What are you talking about?
0: You remember, like, oh, there's a bunch of civilians holed up in the bank. And, you know, Captain America goes takes a grenade to the face in order to stop those people from being...
1: Yeah, but he was like, uh, I don't know...
0: You can say this, people are always directly in the line of fire in Marvel movies, and they're always something, whether they cause the problem or not, there is always a part- but they're not
1: superheroes, they're a cleanup crew.
0: Well yeah, fucking Man of Steel was a wrecking crew! He's, he did as much saving as people as fucking Godzilla did in the Godzilla film in 2014. But
1: the argument that people were making was that Superman was not a superhero movie because he wasn't saving people. But they never actually fucking saved people for the fact of being a superhero movie. Those weren't superhero movies either. They were no different than like a fucking army movie or a, a spy movie or anything. Yes, they save people incidentally. But they're never going out on patrol like fucking Batman in the Batmobile and looking for crime to stop. That's never happened in a Marvel movie. And that's fine because it's cinematic and whatever, but I just hate the petty argument where they're like, oh, look, DC's not doing superheroes right. Fuck you. You've never done superheroes at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Still. I mean, but to be fair, if you go the direct superhero route, you get films like fucking Amazing Spider-Man. And arguably, yeah, that movie, he saved people. Or you get
1: films like Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, but that's when you have, like, talented people behind it. Like, And that's any
1: movie ever, though. Like, you could have Jaws, or you could have Jaws 3. You could have Citizen Kane, or you could have whatever the fuck Troma does. It's like, they all want to be good filmmakers, just not everybody's good at it.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, there is always, there is usually an attempt at trying. There's usually that attempt. Certain movies come along, like Green Lantern, fucking um, Fanforestick even, where it, it comes out
1: and they were I mean, just cash a, grabs. There was no yeah. artistry involved in any
0: of them. No, it was, it was a movie made not by filmmakers or visionaries. It was a movie made by accountants.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, but one can argue that this, like, the Marvel thing, they've stumbled onto a formula that works, but it's no, it's no more creative than something like Green Lantern.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What is the reason that they're making these movies the same way exactly every time? Because it works. It, because it works. It resonates with audiences. It works to do what?
0: resonate with audiences and give not them a resonate good story. audience. No, no. It fuck works. you. I'm it not sells- going to concede this point. I'm not going to concede this point. It works because it works as a dramatic uh effective filmmaking. No, I mean, it
1: it makes money. That formula stopped making money, they would change it, but that's the only way that they're going to stop changing it. Now, in any creative industry, yes, it's one part show, one part business. But they've completely scrapped creativity. They're not interested in pushing the berry. Look, and I'm not saying that everybody at Marvel, because Marvel's done some really cool stuff recently, too, like Daredevil. Daredevil, not at all like the Marvel movies. They did something different. And you know oh, why? there you go, Daredevil. He saves people. too. You, you. Yeah, exactly. But he's not part of the MCU. He's part of the Marvel yes, television is. universe. No, they no, are in the no, no, same no. shared universe, but they are two different g- Kevin Feige runs the movies. Whatever the hell his name is runs the television show. I'm not talking about, like, the continuity of it. Yes, it's in continuity. But they are not the same company. They're two different creative teams. What Marvel Cinematic, Universe, like the MCU, I, I'm sick of calling the movies because they're not. It's a really big television show. It's a big serialized television show, and every fucking movie is just, uh, you bring in a different director, but you have the same showrunner and Kevin Feige. That's how television works, okay? You have this overarching story, and sometimes you don't. Maybe it's a sitcom or something where it doesn't have to be. It's episodic, and serialized. But in a serialized, look at Game of Thrones. You've got two showrunners. You've got the D&D. Every episode has a different director, <laughs> But they all look the same because somebody's on continuity constantly saying, this is our brand, this is what we have to look like. Marvel's strongest thing as a business is they are exactly like Apple. They have a massively strong brand. So much so that they don't have to worry about competing. Because every movie that they put out is going to do well because people identify enough with it. They're like... Holy shit, it's another Marvel movie. And yeah, is it gonna be Captain America part 17 where he's just Iron Man in a different costume? Fuck yeah, but that doesn't matter because it's like, you release it to Comic-Con and they're like, oh boy, Marvel. We know what Marvel movies looks like and that's fine, but I don't think that's creative. it's, It's a television series. It's a really weird television series. The only thing that it shares in common with cinema is that it comes out in theater, but every other aspect of the business angle of it is television.
0: But, I mean, if you're going to compare, like, that to television, yeah, sure, that'll work. Like, Marvel, they do things, I mean, they yeah, they're very typical, but, I mean, even thinking of that as a serialized notion, it works. It's not like DC, where they tried, they tried, their initial attempt at establishing a cinematic universe was Green Lantern. And they, yeah, no, yes, it where? was. Where? Yes, where? It was. Where? where? yes, it was. Where? Yes, it was. Where no.
1: was the flash forward no. at the end of Green Lantern that established the next universe?
0: Well, arguably it's the Sinestro thing They stinger, set but,
1: up a Green Lantern franchise, but where was references to no, Batman? Maybe there were subtle Easter eggs. Amanda Waller was there, sure, but where Where, where was the planning no, of
0: it? No, it was
1: stated by Warner Brothers that Green Lantern was going to be the start of a new universe for DC. That was back when people were saying, oh, Christian Bale's going to be Batman in this, and that was never going to fucking happen. That's a rumor.
0: No, this was something that was explicitly stated. Green Lantern was supposed to be like the start of the new DC universe, and it failed it was an utter fucking catastrophe mm-hmm. and they yeah they they backed up out of that decision quicker than you can say simon Kenneberg doesn't want the fantastic four to and cross and if fucking over. iron man didn't work X-Men. out
1: marvel would have done the same thing i don't think that there's like this argument to be made that marvel is so much more uh, I, I don't even know what argument you're making they made a bad movie it happens and you know what i will take a million bad movies if i could get to one really really good one but I'm never gonna get that. Like I said, again and again and again, we're never gonna have Citizen Kane out of Marvel. It's never gonna happen. It will be good to a degree. They're always going to be the same unless they actually open up and let some creative people step in. It's exactly what fucking happened with Ant Man, dude. Like, they had this visionary director, he had a vision for it, and then they said, No, it's not up to the brand standards. Well, arguably, so, we made, and everything that we liked about Ant Man was clearly done by Edgar Wright because it had a very Edgar Wright flavor to it. But at the end of the day, what was the shitty aspect of Ant Man? It was the fact that he was beating up a stupid villain that nobody cared about. It was references to other things. I think that the Falcon fight was fine. I could have done without it. I didn't feel like it needed to be there. I think that just referencing the fact that the Avengers existed was perfectly enough. There's, there's a difference between a shared universe, because Marvel did not invent the shared universe. That's been happening in fucking Tarantino films. That happened in Kevin Smith films. Movies that take place in the same universe will have in Clerks. We have character continuity with Jay and Silent Bob, but every Kevin Smith movie is not the adventures of Jay and Silent Bob and seeing what they do next. They're just an incidental part of the universe. Now they'll make reference to Dante and Randall in Mallrats, but Mallrats has nothing to do with clerks. You don't have to watch Mallrats to go enjoy clerks. It's not an epic story. It's just a shared sense of continuity. I don't think they need to shoehorn these other characters into the Marvel movies. I think that the most astronomical failure is none of the movies stand alone. If you took Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't set, look, it doesn't stand alone as a good alone. movie. I don't it's fine as a story. But take away all of the other Marvel movies ever, okay? Now put that up in line with other is, Do you really think that that's a a, a, a cinematic gem? Do you it's think a it's stand-alone a standalone really, film? It's, it's a, standa- okay, it a okay, standalone... Okay, this is film not what by- I'm arguing. This is not what I'm arguing. and I'm sorry. I'm okay. probably arguing it badly. But I'm saying, do they hold their own?
0: Yes. I would argue yes. If the fucking 2008 Star Trek film can hold its own, yes, Guardians of the Galaxy can hold its I own. I don't
1: think Star Trek's a fantastic movie. I think it's a decent movie. I think it's a very Marvel-esque movie. I think it's a, a fun little ride, and then it's done. Um... Fucking, if they stuck with that formula for Star Trek Two, I bet it would have done a lot better. But they did a chance and they ripped off another Star Trek movie. I don't, like, dude, can you really argue that Thor is a fucking... If the Marvel Cinematic Universe did not exist, do you think that ten years from now people are
0: going to talk about the fucking movie Thor? No, but conversely, I don't think anyone would be talking about the man from UNCLE, either. No, and that's fine. I'm just saying... So why is it not fine with Marvel? Because they're doing the same thing every time and you're not getting it!
1: (laughs) Look, I'm not saying that every movie that doesn't follow a formula is good. I'm just saying that if you follow a formula and your formula is mediocre, you are never going to be great. That's
0: it. Conversely, you'll never be horrible.
1: Yeah, but so what? I guess, like, look, do you think that culture would be better... If instead of having movies like Citizen Kane and 2001 and A Clockwork Orange and Pulp Fiction, we just had fucking Thor forever, yeah, we never had shitty movies like Catwoman, but we would never have anything great either. You gotta take the bad with the good. But if everything is formulaic and bland, fuck that. That's not art.
0: Yeah, but you leave that job to these other studios that aren't copying the Marvel formula. And if they, they issue, don't get it right... The point of contention is the fact that yes. every other studio is following that. Yes, Marvel and that's... Does that, look,
1: that is on them, and that is on them. But if Marvel wasn't so fucking successful, then it wouldn't be happening right now. And all I'm saying, and I said at the beginning of this argument, I don't hate Marvel. They do what they do. I just hate that this is now movies. I hate that I have to wait... So long to go see something like A Man From U.N.C.L.E., and then I fucking love it because it's different. That shouldn't be movies. Dude, I would, like, I would love to go see something great that wasn't a superhero movie, but they don't fucking make those movies anymore. Ex Machina. Huh? Ex Machina. What the fuck is that? That's my point exactly. I'm saying actual movies that people have heard of. Now, there's always going to be, look, I could go shoot a movie myself. I can make the exact movie that I want to see on my goddamn iPhone. I want... A pre-Marvel universe. I want a pre-Marvel cinematic universe where we don't have to worry about copying everything. Yeah, and that's always existed when one thing does well. You're going to have a bunch of imitators. But eventually, that doesn't last for 20 years. And it never has. This, this Marvel thing, it's never going to stop. It's not going to stop until people say, fuck superheroes altogether. (laughs) (laughs) But right now... We have, like, that has been the only... What are some other trends in modern filmmaking that are not superheroes or big franchises?
0: World War II has been a very modern trend. Uh, spy World
1: movies. War II is a modern trend? It's
0: happened a lot. Fucking think about the early 2000s. How many fucking World War II films came out of think the about early 2000s? the fucking
1: 50s and 60s. They've always made the World War II movies. I wouldn't call that a trend.
0: Yeah, but when you have four World War II movies coming out within a year of each other, that's a trend.
1: And how long did that last?
0: That happens, like, every five or six years or like, for, like say, two years I said, yes, time. when
1: one movie is successful, people will copy it, but that's not usually a, a fucking death sentence for cinema for 20 years at a time.
0: And I wouldn't necessarily call Marvel a death sentence. Listen, you wouldn't be... Compl- if Marvel continued to do what they did and did it very well, fine. If they are the only studios that made superhero movies... Marvel can't
1: movies, continue to do what they do and do it very well. They can continue to do it and do it well. But until they actually get a little bit creative, I... Honestly, I don't think that they're... I think it is super overrated. It's just hype. They've made the same movie for seven years, and people are eating that shit up. Make a different movie, even if it sucks. Fucking make Marvel's Fant 4 stick. Then they could learn from those mistakes and try something different.
0: I mean, they tried Punisher Warzone that didn't work. Yeah, that
1: was like very 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 early on and that was like what? They came out around the same time as Iron Man, right?
0: Probably around Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2. It was a little later, yeah.
1: And if I recall correctly, they were going to have like a Marvel might universe, things, yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying like I don't Marvel could do what they want. I just the fact that they're so successful means all of the other studios are following suit. They don't do it nearly as well and I just I miss movies. So your Your
0: complaint shouldn't be with Marvel. It should be with everyone else trying to be Marvel.
1: Yeah. But I also don't like Marvel because they make the same shit over and over again. I'm never going to go see a really, really good Marvel movie. I will see an infinite number of good Marvel movies, but I'm never going to see a great Marvel movie.
0: I don't think we'll probably ever see a great DC film ever again. Why? Christopher Nolan,
1: because they're copying Marvel. Now, if they threw that out, eventually, yes. Sometimes you're going to get Batman and Robin. Sometimes you're going to get Batman Returns. But every once in a while, you get Dark Knight. That's never going to happen. Said it so many times. I'm just saying. I, I don't see why this is a DC Marvel issue either. Like fuck, whatever they're doing. I I think
0: it's the largest copiers of that, currently. Oh, and
1: Marvel's not a fucking copier of DC Comics.
0: That's a whole different argument.
1: Okay, I'm we're, just we're, saying. We're going from movies... and We're going from film into just paper saying. Media. But, I mean, even... There's no Marvel without DC, but fuck that argument. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, even that, when you're saying that, it is very abhorrent, and almost disgusting to the fact where there are so many shared cinematic universes now. It was just announced two weeks ago that, uh, I fucking, I think it's Lionsgate, is making a Scooby-Doo cinematic universe. Well,
1: thank God for that.
0: Thank fucking God for that. And, I mean, to be fair... There are certain films I would like to see from a cinematic universe. I mean, um, I think Legendary Pictures is doing a King Kong movie, another Godzilla film, Pacific Rim, and then after that, they're crossing over Godzilla, Pacific Rim, and King Kong? hmm Sure, it's fucking basically that video game Rampage with Power Rangers in it. I'd fucking go watch that movie. Sure.
1: And again, like, I don't care... I'll make the Kevin Smith and Quentin Tarantino, but those are all shared universes. They don't have anything to do with each other. I just don't want them to be serialized television episodes.
0: Saying, you know, there's a big Kahuna Burger doesn't necessarily mean it's a... What? Saying that there's a big Kahuna Burger in a film doesn't necessarily make it a shared universe. It doesn't
1: make it. The fucking fact that the Vega Vega Brothers exist in Mm. fucking um, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, and Inglorious Bastards does.
0: I haven't seen Inglorious Bastards. Um
1: this isn't speculation Quentin Tarantino said yes they all follow continuity okay um but dude I think that the closest thing to a really great Marvel movie like I will say Avengers was awesome partially because it had never been done before the, uh, the second closest thing that I could say to a rivals Avengers actually I would say it's fuck it it's much better than Avengers is fucking Winter, um, Soldier. Winter Soldier yeah that is the closest thing to a great Marvel movie that's come out. And it's been the one that's deviated from the original formula the most. Yeah, it was Granted, a, an espionage film. Yeah. Yes. They did shoehorn something in with uh, fucking... The Winter Soldier himself was the least interesting aspect of that movie. But that being said, he was more of a plot device than an He's, actual character. He was never he, an
0: interesting character in the first place, no, anyway. No, they're
1: not going to make him interesting. But, I, look, that's what I mean. Is like It was Captain America fighting bad Captain America. But it was the one aspect of that movie that I didn't really dig... And I think that the biggest problem with fucking, by, by the end of it, it was like they kind of solved the problem. Yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D. was no longer a thing, but in the very next movie, the Avengers are back and they didn't seem to feel many losses from the lack of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever. Yeah. I mean... It,
0: <laughs> you, you felt that consequent more consequence more in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. than anything.
1: I think it would be great if, yeah. Um, and again, I'm, I don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I did watch Daredevil and I love Daredevil as much as I love Oh, well, That's because if it was a person you would fuck it. Fair enough. Um. You wouldn't? No, I don't know. You'd have to take me to dinner first. But <laughs> <laughs> I find blind people creepy. It's the eyes. They can't <laughs> see. They're cold, dead eyes You like know, for
0: you, might be a plus. Rude. <laughs> True. <sighs> anyway. Anyways, moving on to, um, I guess, more comic book news. Uh, General Zod. Michael- Fucking
1: Deadpool. I'm looking forward ah, to Deadpool. God.
0: Yeah, I'm Sorry. looking forward to Deadpool as well.
1: Because it's going to be different. The,
0: the, the best part of American Ultra for me was seeing the Red Band trailer of Deadpool in theaters. Mm-hmm. That made me happy.
1: And uh, let, just so I could wrap it all up, I don't see why Marvel feels the need to be so formulaic. They saw that Daredevil works. Um, and I'm not. And look, and I'm not going to take the stupid, shitty comic book fanboy stance because I hate those people. Where I'm like, oh, I don't like Marvel right now. I will never, ever, ever like Marvel. I will never ever see another Marvel movie. Fuck them. It's a comic book nerd thing. Fuck those people. <laughs> I will. I will be. I, God. I, I will go see Civil War. Um, I don't. It's not. Not. Not going to happen. But. I will totally get way on board with Marvel if they just have the courage to deviate from their stupid formula, and they can. They don't have to. I was really thinking that they were going to change things up in Phase Two.
0: Yeah, and it didn't happen. And it didn't happen. No, for and whatever phase three reason, looks like I don't know if.
1: It doesn't have to be though. Unfortunately, like I feel like I've already seen their Spider-Man movie. I like.
0: I mean, there's only so much you can do with Spider-Man. You can do Spider-Man good, like oh, Sam Raimi, or bad, like Mark Webb.
1: No, no, no. That's like because that's basically Mark Webb tried to do the exact same thing as Sam Raimi. Yeah, he just goes back did to it bad. Just yeah, his shitty. Yeah. bad at his job. Um, you there have been so many things that they've done with Spider-Man. You could go lots of places with that character, especially now that we're not bogged down with a stupid origin story. Yeah. But my biggest fear for the Spider-Man thing is it's just going to be Oscorp creates Venom like in Ultimate Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man has to fight Bad Spider-Man. And
0: Venom, Venom's not an interesting character. No. No, absolutely. He can not. be.
1: He can be on his own when he's not has nothing to do with Spider-Man. But like the, they did a really good run on Venom, Venom when he was yeah, yeah. when like he was he's like not special man villain yeah. I think would be a, yeah, more appropriate.
0: He's, he's basically like Spider-Man except. Yeah, he's evil and, Spider-Man. He's yeah. like the
1: exact same thing I've been rallying against
0: um, from the beginning. all whole time, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, I see that. But you do have the potential to have generally interesting um, Spider-Man I, I, villains. Like, fucking Kurt Connors would have been a very interesting villain. Had I know, they, they built him
1: d- up for two, for three fucking, fucking three movies fucking and then movies, yeah. didn't even get to the guy.
0: Yeah, and then you do it in Amazing Spider-Man and you just take what has potential to be a very interesting character and waste all of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Absolutely. You know, there was also Sam Raimi was also saying that Bruce Campbell was going to be Mysterio in uh, one of the future That's so great. Yeah, in one of the future Spider-Man films he had planned mm-hmm. and that Bruce Bring Campbell- him
1: back, dude. Marvel, you print money. You don't take a risk for once in your life. You know, Just bring Bruce Campbell back and put him as Mysterio and I don't care in what context.
0: Yeah. Cuz they were saying like uh, you saw him throughout all three of the movies. He had like the small cameos, but that was actually going to be Mysterio and that mm-hmm. was him the whole time. Uh, which, fuck it, I don't know how they're gonna make sense of that, but go for it. Sam Raimi can do whatever the fuck he wants, as long as Topher Grace isn't in it. Um, but I mean, like, there, there are things like, like that. Like, Spider-Man has the potential to be so fantastic. Spider-Man 2, probably All one of, of the these characters do. superhero films ever, yeah. You
1: were saying at the very beginning when you're like okay everything follows an archetype that's absolutely true but there are things that you could do with these archetypal characters there are things that you could do with the archetypal stories it just so happens that Marvel for whatever reason isn't doing that because it's fiscally safe Mm. Um, but right now dude they are at an all time high if ever there was a time to take a chance because they could fall back on it they could have a movie that bombs and they'd still be the most fucking successful standalone studio
0: in the game right now um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I I agree with that. And I would like to see something different out of Marvel. And I am hoping that Doctor Strange is that something different. I think
1: it has the potential to be. I, if anything is, I think it would be that. Yeah, so... That being will... said, if that just ends up being another one, I... I <laughs> Tyler's like, gonna kill is, himself. That is literally might make me kill myself. because <laughs> He will kill all,
0: himself on air. In
1: all of the other ones, it at least made sense. But if fucking Doctor Strange puts on a robot suit and fights evil Doctor Strange... Just because it works, I, I, I will I will burn it to, to the ground and I don't even know what it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well there you have it folks. But Deadpool's
1: but yeah. gonna be different.
0: Yeah. I mean, Deadpool, is it's not a superhero film. Deadpool is not a superhero. Deadpool is a Neither is Doctor revenge
1: Strange film. and neither is Constantine, and that's why those characters are cool. Yeah. Because you could put them in a superhero context and you could have them interact with other superheroes, but they don't need to be the same thing again and again. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Hashtag Constantine and Arrow. I don't, yeah, okay. I don't think that's actually a hashtag. Can we get that track Oh, jeez.
1: Yeah. Um, Let's make a Constantine move. Like, oh, this is why it hurts my heart that they're not doing that Justice yeah. League Dark movie anymore.
0: Yeah, you know, I... Because that would have been a good, like, with Guillermo del Toro, it
1: would have been, yeah. been epic. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been a stupid fucking Marvel clone. It wouldn't have been Batman and Robin or any of the other shitty... They would have never been Green Lantern. It would have been a, a, a director with a strong vision, taking strong material, and making something fucking fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, Guillermo del Toro is someone who... I. And I was really hoping he could pull, pull it off with Pacific Rim, and he did. He made the perfect, fun movie. Yeah, the movie
1: like, was exactly what it needed to be. Yeah, it, wasn't it was big, the most it was stupid, thing. it was fun, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and I can't fault Guillermo del Toro. Like, I'm not mad at Guillermo del Toro for not making Justice League Dark, because with the way he overbooks himself, it was either Justice League Dark or Pacific Rim 2, and he chose to go with Pacific Rim 2 because that is something he created. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand that, you know? Like, I can't be like, oh, fuck you. And I, I understand it. Now, necessarily, does, like, if Pacific Rim, six, Pacific Rim 2 is successful, he's going to do Hellboy 3. I think maybe do Justice League Dark instead of Hellboy 3, even though Ron Perlman has been screaming at the top of his lungs to do Hellboy 3 for the past, like, 10 years.
1: It's, it's another thing that has a lot of potential, but, like, I don't know, it was done once really well, and then another time, not so well. It's like, like anything else. like, yeah, I like this story of the first, I don't know, I'm ambivalent. I th- well, I really like the first one, and I really liked the... Se- I like the effects of the second
0: one. I just yeah, the second one had really good cool, effects. I remember you and cool Gian tried to uh, tried to convince me that the second one was even better. And we, we tried watching it, and we didn't finish it. Yeah.
1: I, said, I don't remember what the crux of that argument was, but... Or why. I would have you, agreed with Gian on anything.
0: I think your whole argument was that it was more of a comic book film than the first one. And yeah, you know, apparent. that is,
1: yeah. like, the problem with the first one was that it was a little bit...
0: It, it was very much. It was, it was from a the bit
1: early two thousands, comic booky.
0: Yeah, it was FBI agent looking in, and they changed that. The, and you know, you see it a lot with even X Men. X Men is a film; it's a property that has not evolved since the early two thousands. Like you look at X Men Apocalypse, and it looks like a film out of the two thousands. Somehow it,
1: it went backwards. Yeah, because sometimes I mean, they were really looking forward. good, and then it was like, wait, why did you go back?
0: Yeah, I mean, X Men First Class is probably. The Mar the uh, the X Men film I like the most because it was the most inventive. Like it was the newest, it was the most refreshing. Mm-hmm. And going back to Days of Future Past, it took everything that I liked from X Men First Class and then shoved it into a world with early two thousands X Men, and then I stopped liking it. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
1: and now they're doing yeah you know, they're they're doing it's, it's another cue from Marvel where they're just like. Okay, they did really well with like an ensemble piece. Now we have to make our movie an ensemble piece too. And they've always been ensemble, but they've been well, yeah, they've X, been X-Men, yeah. they they've been um standalone ensembles. They were ensembles in their own film, but we never needed fucking guys from X Men two interacting with guys from Days of Future Past. I think that was stupid. Yeah. I mean, granted, I mean, it's, I like, it's a Days story of, that existed in the comics and whatever. Yeah, but, Days like,
0: of Future Past, it could have been done really well, but I think... It wasn't you,
1: horrible. I didn't
0: hate it. it but, no, no, it was okay, but I don't think enough weight was given to any particular situation to make it really feel like anything had momentum. It just momentum. didn't feel like a series of things happening.
1: And when you do it time just travel... It like service. When you do time travel, it's like there's no stakes.
0: Yeah. I mean, Looper had stakes. Looper was probably one of the more inventive time travel films but even yeah, it that was like was very an anti-time yeah
1: it was like what i mean is like cliche time traveling you know what i mean like you could have back to the future but like back to the future is a comedy so i don't care about the stakes that quite as, as much as i do in a drama yeah i mean t2 time travel movie technically speaking yeah it didn't well t2 like the one that we just saw i was like i don't
0: care about anything that's happening which oh, the most Gen- recent one genesis yeah that movie because that movie was shit yeah there's a difference yeah
1: no, yeah, it's yeah, exactly... It. it goes back to my point from before. It's like, you could have a good movie and you could have a bad movie and they could try the same thing, but it comes down to who's behind it and, you know, I just... Anyways, I what's... want Marvel to stop being Fridays. <laughs> I want them... <laughs>
0: Marvel's, Marvel's not Fridays. Marvel,
1: I want you to be Ruth's Chris. That's a chain, too. It's like a really know, good steakhouse in that. New York.
0: It's also in Hawaii.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. It's a chain restaurant, yeah. so it doesn't... It, doesn't anyways, counter my argument. It and, just heightens them a little bit. Anyways. I w- okay, well, I was looking for a better okay. chain restaurant. Marvel is not the Fridays of the... It's the Ruth's Chris. Fine.
0: Anyways, let's actually <laughs> get to the geek news of the geek news podcast we have. Yeah. It's Michael cool Shannon. and
1: reviews. Opinions. Uh, uh, yeah. I'll change the title. <laughs>
0: I'll change the title just out of spite. <laughs> I will do fine. it out of spite, Off-time jive.
1: Fuck Marvel t- and fuck Michael ha. <laughs>
0: off time jive otherwise known as fuck that guy oh man (laughs) yeah anyway Michael Shannon recently stated in an interview that um General Zod in uh Batman 5 Superman no longer has hands Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they retconned his hands. Um, apparently, General Zod now has retcon. It would
1: be a retcon if they went back and changed his hands to flippers and in, in Man of Steel.
0: Well, I've referred to that as George Lucasing, but I, I think that would be awesome though if they did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Give me a reason to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> See, he never throws a punch. He's just like he's <laughs> like a T Rex.
0: You know, like a dolphin sound effect.
1: Man, that would make that into a totally watchable movie.
0: Like I like I imagine instead of like General Zod being tossed through a like Wayne Financial, he's fucking tossed through a SeaWorld mm-hmm. and it just makes it every everything better. Um no, but they were they were talking about how in Batman Five Superman we see very briefly that the at least the corpse of General Zod is in the film. Mm-hmm. And what was being stated, I think what is being speculated, not speculated, but rumored on I forgot what movie Hollywood Reporter was it maybe? They're usually pretty accurate with rumors. Or, um, Latino reviews or something. Latino like that. reviews. I think it might have been Latino reviews. Is usually the Someone who's go-to very accurate, place, yeah. yeah. Uh, with their rumors, but they were saying that. I don't know uh, who
1: the f- his fucking sources are, but Jesus Christ. It's Kevin Feige and I, yeah, I Zack Snyder. He's, he's literally. he He's every Hollywood executive. It's like there is no yeah. El Mayimbe. That's like an alias taken by <laughs> each of the studio heads when they want to leak something.
0: Yeah, and, um, no, and what they're saying is that when. Spoiler alert! Batman teams up with Superman. What? Uh, Yeah. It's called
1: Batman Five Superman. Not Batman and Superman have sex. Well, let's actually. I would watch the hell out of that, actually. That's the best thing that could ever come out of that. The, the like, thing? whatever this movie's gonna be, it is not gonna be as awesome as it would be. It
0: it's not gonna be as awesome as the porn parody. Henry, Henry
1: Cavill. No, the porn parody, fuck that, I don't care. I just really want them, I want Warner Brothers to eliminate all of their credibility forever and make a hardcore porno film story.
0: Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. <laughs> ben Ben <ass> Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, okay, but anyways, anyways, anyways. So you've
1: got this wild notion that Batman and Superman are going to be friends, but that's fucking stupid. What are you, retarded?
0: Yeah, no, I guess it's watching too many Super Sentai versus films. Um, and when Jesse Eisenluther finally figures, like, oh, shit, I'm fucked, I need a weapon, uh, he... Takes the corpse of General Zod and injects him with something I believe they're calling the Doom Serum, and I don't just know. To take the term. To, oh, that's I example, get the Doomsday
1: is the thing. Yeah, but we'll us get the word Doom out of superhero movies forever.
0: <laughs> there is no Dana. Give him some
1: Only Z- no wait. oh <laughs> Gotta give him some Doom juice. You know it'll really ah, that is probably taste like monster. Give him um, a little bit of Doom. Oh, should call this doom juice
0: (laughs) this was here (laughs) but but yeah apparently they're injecting him with the doom juice and either it's and and he doesn't have hands anymore he has flippers i guess to make a more alien seeming um this is coming from the mouth of michael shannon um but my in my opinion they're either a gearing up for superman and batman to fight doomsday or b they're setting up for Aquaman to fight zombie dolphins. Zod oh, God. It's gonna I be one of the that's two. That's the
1: case. It's gonna be the first case. Like it, that was always gonna be. I uh, it was I, I think that was always going to be? You know, well, I ne- like not necessarily that it was General Zod, but it was always going to be Batman versus Superman until something bigger comes along and we all have to team up because this yeah. is the story.
0: And it, and it couldn't be Lex Luthor because you can fucking unless unless well it will American be American Ultra Luthor by
1: proxy. The, no, he yeah, just creates this thing
0: unless American Ultra is somehow some. Uh, Oddly, withstanding Watch DC universe film. Watch the
1: fucking shit out of that
0: movie. And uh, and Lex Luthor ends up being fucking Jesse Eisenberg from American Ultra, where he's actually a super spy. I don't know, but yeah. but yeah, that w- that was always the assumption that you know they're gonna fight until something bigger comes along, and it's probably gonna be Zombie Dolphin Zod. Mm-hmm. God, well, I'm not was... gonna call him Doomsday if he comes out in film like that. I will call him he Zombie Dolphins Zod.
1: I think like okay. What I, we, we talked about this you and I last night, and my thing was uh, like, well, it could be just a, 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 a uh, what like a, fucking what? I, why can't I think of words?
0: Diversion. Yeah, thanks. Real fun. Thought- <laughs> 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 You're welcome. But I mean. Conversely, we all thought that about Fant Forstic when it was coming out. Like, we all thought, we they can't be doing this. Mind. This is going to be something like in the beginning, and they're actually going to do something different. But no,
1: it wouldn't be, it, that wouldn't be unheard of. I mean, um...
0: Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, sometimes filmmakers Darkness. lie. Yes, like, Star Trek Into Darkness. His name is, um, what's his fucking hard. name? Alexander Hamilton, or whatever his name was. It was something generic. It's Thomas
1: Jefferson. It's
0: Thomas Jefferson. Franklin
1: <laughs> Benjamin.
0: Uh, no, we're... You know, he's like, oh, he's not Khan. He's a new... Khan. Yeah, he's,
1: he's a, a completely new character. New we character. What the Psych. fuck was his
0: name? I swear to God, Arkham it was Alexander he's Hamilton. A, Arkham
1: Knight's a completely original completely character. New character. never seen him before. Yeah. It's not Jason Todd. Who said Jason Todd? You did. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. do protest too much. I
0: have this, have this uh, Red Hood deal say it's totally not the Arkham so Knight. We
1: came up with this character who is a... He's from Batman's past. We call him the Arkham Knight. And the fans went, that's Jason Todd. And they went, no, it's not.
0: It's like he was wearing red camo and he had a gun, <laughs> and his helmet looked like the Jason Todd mask except black. And everyone's like, it's Jason Todd, there's right? no and way that's like, Jason Todd. And everyone's like, oh, 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 oh. oh
1: he's, uh, no, he's, he's the Arkham Knight. Dummy. Idiot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, But, yeah, so there's that. So fucking feel free to speculate because, dear God. And then the
1: other option is... He called them flippers, and he's, he just pulled a me and used a word that was a malapropism. He was just like, oh, I'm English. We, these are flippers when they're really, they're just big floppy doom hands. It's
0: like Hulk hands. No, you call, about, like, what you does, call the Hulk hands is... in Britain Hulk flippers? Yeah. It makes <laughs> but, it so much better. No, like
1: what's the, the uh, doomsday's hands? They do have things on them. So, if you're making that into a thing, you'd be like, oh, it's a flipper. He couldn't really be like, oh, my doomsday hand. I couldn't open the door. So, I'll just say this. Z- 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 z-
0: prosthesis. Yes. You could think of the word prosthesis. Yeah, because
1: no, he's an you idiot. Know, we all like, know that about Michael Shannon or whatever his name is. Yeah, you know,
0: Michael Shannon, he was a very intimidating presence as Zod that had nothing to do in that film. He's a,
1: he, he's a great Zod, but. He uh, had nothing to do. He's I just in do a bad over. movie.
0: Can, can we have a do-over where Michael Shannon is Zod? It's like there were so
1: many elements of Man and Steel that I really liked, but it's just Zack Snyder's not a very good uh, good filmmaker. He yeah. needs the story written for him. And that's why I still have a glimmer of hope for this new one, because it's, apparently it's been written by somebody that knows how to write.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it'll still be stupid, but
0: yeah. hopefully it's the
1: kind of stupid. Flippers all.
0: No and starring like Michael moment. Shannon as Zombie Flipper Man. <laughs> God, that would that would instantly make that movie the best film all year. Um, Speaking of,
1: this is General Zod. He's like dressed as a dolphin, kind of.
0: No, 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 no. What it is is they're gonna capitalize on earlier success this year, and he's gonna be dressed up as the fucking shark from the Super Bowl. (laughs) No, no, it's gonna gonna it's gonna be Zod instead of Fiora and the other guy. It's gonna be Zod in between fucking two. This is gonna be the left (laughs) shark.
1: It's going to be... Jesse, Jesse Luther's going to come out and he's going to have his two henchmen. And one's going to be like... Snoop Dogg? You know, and then the other one's going to be Michael Shannon and he's dancing stupid.
0: <laughs> Just look like he's In his hot. shark costume. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah.
1: I'd watch that movie, too.
0: I'd fucking watch that movie. Without a doubt. And it's it's one of those things, like, I feel like Man of Steel, they're trying to do... Or, not sorry, not Man of Steel. Batman 5 Superman, they're trying to do things like, wow, this is... Edgy and original and creative. Don't you like Facebook, oh, Mark going, Zuckerberg, uh, Lex Luthor? Listen, they're
1: going for edgy. I don't like um, original. I don't think that's a word that most Hollywood producers. Speak. Oh no, no, they're but, going
0: for. They're going they,
1: for. <sighs> they literally. I don't. I don't remember who it was. If it was a studio head at Warner Brothers, or if it was actually somebody from DC, which seems <laughs> less likely because they would like from the actual comics. I don't think they'd be that stupid. But they were like, well, know, you know, DC Robin, comics always. We've, uh, you know, they're much edgier characters than what they have at Marvel. I'm like, yeah, but edgy doesn't equate to good. And they're not even all that much more edgy. It's just about the story that you're telling. If you want to tell a depressing and brooding story just because it worked once with Christopher Nolan, like, fuck you. It's the same problem with fucking Marvel, doing the same thing again because it worked once. Fuck
0: you, asshole. The
1: only thing is Marvel has been successful so, with it. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's like, any time that that happens, like they'll do that and you'll start a trend, but there's always diminishing returns. Somehow, through Satanic Black Magic, there have been no diminishing <laughs> returns a- on Aunt Marvel was movies. A slight
0: diminish. Yeah,
1: but that's coming after Avengers, which was like a massive movie, versus, you know, this was a smaller scale. Yeah. Um, I think the thing... It would be more fair behind, to compare Ant-Man to, to like first early phase yeah. ones.
0: I think the thing behind Ant-Man was... Even though it was a well-executed film, even though it was fine, it was good. So um,
1: scraping the bottom of the barrel. In scraping terms the bottom of the barrel.
0: Yeah, people would just look at the title. And go,
1: yeah, Ant-Man. It. And that's exactly what Edward Wright liked about it. He was like, he could make a ridiculous movie out of this. You don't have like, you can't make a zany, hilarious Batman movie because there's too much at stake for the studio. But you could take somebody like fucking Ant-Man and do whatever the hell you want with them. But now they just. I don't know. And Like I said, I don't hate... You know, I, mean, that's, that's, I don't I mean, hate any of the Marvel movies except for Captain America 1.
0: Yeah, and, 1, and I mean, like that's what it looks like they're doing with their television branch. I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a very espionage-heavy superhero-themed show. Agent Carter is a very espionage-heavy superhero-less show. Mm-hmm. Um, Daredevil was a very Martin Scorsese-esque crime drama. Jessica Jones is their new series coming out, and fucking, it features a character called Jessica Jones and Power Man, and also the man in the purple, or the purple man, I forget his fucking name, is David Tennant, the Doctor, is going to be the villain. Um, and I feel like they're, that's probably going to try to hook, like, the younger audiences, things like that. And Marvel, if they can get every demographic, like, the, the mid-range, wide audience Marvel films, they can get the older Scorsese, Daredevil, and the younger... And everyone in between. That's great.
1: I just hope, like, for the movies, I just hope that they could abandon the television model because it was necessary at first to establish their brand, but now they've done that in spades and they don't need to do it anymore. They could really, if they go back to, like, a regular studio model where... I think part of the problem is that they're very linear with the way that they plan things. They, like, every movie is kind of of the same scope and they do it in these phases where it's, like, uh, you know, small but big movie, small but big movie, small but big movie, massive movie. You and know, then they I start do- over. It's like let's take it, going into the future and like say, we're gonna make a fucking you know how much was Deadpool like, hundred million maybe.
0: Probably under. I think it was around eighty million.
1: Let's like make a small scale movie like that. Yeah. Let's just do that for Doctor Strange. Well, like let's let's just put some nuance <laughs> into the world. And you know what? You could take a chance on an eighty million dollar movie. You can't take a chance on a two hundred and fifty million dollar movie. That would be irresponsible because I could fucking. Nothing had wreck them. They are owned by Disney. God damn it. That was another point that I wanted to make. I think it's very similar the way that they're... I, like, remember back when Disney first acquired Marvel and that came out and people were furious? They're like, oh my I, God. I don't
0: know. There, there, was It was a big culture divide. Like, yes, same there thing was smart people Trump. and stupid people. That yeah, was the divide. Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and people going like, oh, that's a perfect idea. Like, it's a huge major conglomerate. They can put more money into their films. And other people were like, <laughs> like... They're
1: going to put Mickey Mouse in the Avengers. Like, <laughs> and everyone's
0: like, are you fucking stupid? Like, right.
1: like, they wouldn't do that. But... What I think, like there was kind of a hair of truth to it, in that the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it it's very similar, um, not in its subject matter, but in its overall uh, model and execution to like Disney and yeah, Pixar and Pixar especially, like Pixar films. I wish they would be a little bit more like Pixar, where Pixar, you know, they all look the same, and there's a brand that you can identify. But the story, and yeah, Toy you story, take things like
0: Toy Story or The Incredibles, and they're vastly different films.
1: Thing about Pixar is they're always brilliantly fucking creative. Um, with uh, Marvel, most of the time, yeah, I mean, most of the time. Well, and here's the thing: it's like what I was saying. Sometimes you're going to have a hit, sometimes you're going to have a miss, but you got to plan for that. Um,
0: yeah, you you have films like The Incredibles, you can. You can take the cars. Mm-hmm. The cars too, yeah. Right, or yes, planes. exactly. Um, yeah, you have... God, what the fuck was it with anthropomorphic cars? I don't know. I
1: don't know. They kept making them. They just wouldn't stop. It yeah, why, why once. Why it's was... not If it didn't work once, it's not going to work five times, guys. Yeah,
0: why did they do that? Why putting Dane Cook and three... making it
1: an airplane instead of a car is not going to help.
0: Why, why did they do that three times and we're only getting The Incredibles 2 in 2018? <laughs> by the way, we're getting Incredibles 2 in 2018.
1: <laughs> when I went to L.A. Uh, fuck it. While Toy, back.
0: Toy Story 4, by the way, is a romance story.
1: They're making a Toy Story 4? Yeah, Toy Story 4. Didn't they all true. die in a fire? No,
0: they didn't. Remember, they got out after that? And I they think were... you're wrong. No, they I got think out. They
1: all, I think they all went to a dump truck and got burnt to death. And no, they got I a... cried and then left the theater because I didn't <laughs> want to seem weak. I'm pretty sure that's where it ended, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> they held hands. It was a show of solidarity. And I got the fuck out of there. It was, it <laughs> did you cry at that part, honestly? I did. I, I did. I it, was see- not, it wasn't that part. It was on the... There I cried another, after that. Yeah. Like when, was,
0: when Andy went to go give all the toys to, like, the younger lady. Yeah, and like He yeah, had to let go and give there. that away, and he played with him one last time. I don't remember that precisely was
1: what did it, but it was, like, kind of like the last act of that movie. It was yeah. kind of, like, on the verge, and I was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> and then you shit yourself. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's not where tears come from. And then I started crying, cause <laughs> because I shit, shit myself yourself. in a public theater. <laughs>
0: Imagine you concentrating so hard in the I theater, I can't, I can't, I can't. Not to cry.
1: How many people know this? But the asshole is just the low end of the tear ducts. They're the same
0: system. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick story: the brain and the heart get into an argument about who's most important. Suddenly, the, the sphincter goes, "Hey guys, I'm important!" And the brain and the heart are like, "No, you're not." The sphincter stops working. The man gets backed up with shit, and dies moral of the story. There's always an asshole in charge.
1: That's in the Bible. That's how <laughs> God created Adam and Eve somehow.
0: Without assholes. The
1: first Adam didn't have an asshole. There like, were like six Adams before they got it right. <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's like Kyle XY, it didn't have a belly button, didn't have an asshole. Right.
1: <laughs> like, what am I doing wrong? They just keep they keep exploding and getting TSS.
0: <laughs> Why is it so smelly? <laughs>
1: Why? Uh... Hate these things. I should have stuck with angels, but then I made the one. They weren't supposed to have free will, but then the one rebelled against me. Guys, Christianity's dumb. <laughs> Look into the base. I'm just kidding. I'm not. But i don't, I don't want to be. Anyway, I've already alienated everybody that listens to this by Marvel. I don't need to alienate everybody. I don't need to alienate the, the Christian population. It's like for
0: the two people like that are still listening to this of podcast.
1: I think a lot of people will listen to this one because. They like the ones where we fight. Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fuck you too. Um.
1: <laughs> but it's got a, it's a good nature. It's a, it's okay when it's an argument over something that is completely inconsequential. Inconsequential. Movies don't actually matter. Assholes matter.
0: <laughs> Anyways, no other bit of life. movie news. Um, if you haven't already, Mad Max. Fury Road came out on digital this past week. Blu-ray comes out in three weeks, but visionary director George Miller—it uh, was recently stated, actually by the guy who uh, created the Death of Superman Lives documentary—he stated really? very, yeah, he stated very nonchalantly that, oh yeah, and they have uh, George Miller set to do Man of Steel too. Which my initial reaction was, wait, why are they making a Man of Steel two? And then my secondary reaction was, whoa, that's a horrible choice.
1: I disagree, because I would much rather them get it right the second time than <coughs> get it wrong again.
0: Again and again and again.
1: Again and again and again. Yeah. And if they are going to go the Marvel model where it's just like, okay, this is our phase one, phase two, phase phase, phase, phase. I'd rather them just... Well, yeah, they the have thing to about... make a Man of Steel to get somebody that knows how to make a
0: movie. Yeah, the thing about the phases, though, with Marvel is none of them seem necessarily discernible from each other. You know? Like, they're still having origin stories. I would imagine it would be... Cooler, if instead of you know making like you, as you say the same movie over and over and over, you have the characters, you establish them in phase one. In phase two, you put them through different circumstances, like put them out of their comfort zone. And in phase three, you break them down. Exactly. Yeah. That's
1: exactly what it should be. But
0: why didn't you just fucking say that? I
1: kind of did. No, just,
0: you didn't. Just did poorly,
1: long, drawn out way. Because every time I would say something, you'd be like, "No,
0: I'm gonna put my dick in Stanley's mouth." He
1: didn't make those movies, Michael. He's just a figurehead. He's like Kim Jong-un.
0: Is that the guy who made kimchi? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, he's the guy my, that started my thought the of this is... interview. <clears throat> why would you take someone who, uh, incredibly visionary as George R. Uh, George R. R. Martin, George Miller... Um,
1: That's what they should do. Yeah, take George R. R. Martin and have him Man write a Marvel movie. He's going to kill Man Man Superman
0: Steel. by the end of the movie.
1: Everyone's going to die everyone's um,
0: gonna die he's, joke, gonna, he's gonna straight up rip out Bruce Wayne's spine
1: fucking the Joker's gonna win no that's not even good enough like because people like the Joker he's gonna have fucking, like, fucking Ramsey Bolton's gonna win and he didn't even exist in that <laughs> universe he's just gonna be like oh hello I've come back to
0: cut off Superman's cock
1: I've come to cut off your cock freak I'm like, who? he's like I don't care and he just <laughs> plays somebody <laughs> No, but, I love that guy. But uh, I hate Ramsey Bolton. But I oh, love the guy that plays him. I think he's so great. I think he would have been a really good Joker.
0: But yeah, yeah, that's yeah. But um, but yeah, no, it's uh, what was I saying? George Miller. Uh, no, I I would hate to take someone as incredibly talented and visionary as that, and put him in the confines of a Superman movie, because Superman isn't. Oh my God, I don't know how many people are gonna agree with this, but Superman is, is boring. He's mm-hmm. very. You don't know how many people are
1: going to agree with that?
0: I don't know. There are a lot of people fucking everyone that went and saw Man of Steel. It's
1: going to be Jerry Seinfeld is going to disagree with you, then everybody else is on your team. Everybody knows. No, that's like that. Seriously, it's... Oh, God. Fuck Superman. He's He's great. He's a great ingredient. He's not a good main course.
0: Yeah. Like, he's a character, like, he has to win. On a fundamental level, not as a character level, Superman isn't a character. Superman (laughs) is an icon. Superman is an ideal. He can't lose. To have Superman lose defeats the entire purpose and negates the existence of Superman entirely. So that can't happen. I'm
1: going to disagree with you ever, ever, ever so slightly. Only to demonstrate how badly fucking Zack Snyder does not understand the character. Um, Superman's biggest defeat. It's never in something that he can't out-muscle. Fucking pa Kent dies of a heart, of a heart attack. attack. Yeah, one that was thing beautiful. that he could not save him from. Yeah, what but,
0: tornado? Fucking fucking oh, a tornado! God.
1: Fuck that movie.
0: Yeah, the yeah. Um,
1: you fuck. have to hide your powers. Why? At this point, why?
0: <laughs> what does they gonna like, do? Shoot go me? run out
1: into the tornado too, and then pretend you got sucked up and like catch him and then get it flung somewhere else. That happens a lot. People survive tornadoes more. Oh my god,
0: how awesome would it be if halfway through that movie like he ran into the tornado caught Paul Kent and they wound up in Oz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it would have been so much better than how the movie actually ended.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, just been like been fucking no Michael Bay ejaculated onto a screen yeah. and then put an Instagram filter on it. Um but but <laughs> but no, like the and the thing is like if you take a film like Mad Max Fury Road, <clears throat> that is a film where The protagonist, Max, or, you know, the actual protagonist, uh, Furiosa, they're constantly put into a state of peril. They're constantly in a vulnerable position. They're damaged as characters. They're damaged morally and integrally. And then physically by the end of the movie, they're they're put through some horrible shit. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that with a Superman movie. Like, it just, it won't happen. It will never happen. And fucking on top of that, Mad Max is filmed in color.
1: And that's why I'm happiest that he's directing because he's not going to go for the stupid sepia tone. Granted, the sepia tone that was prevalent in um, uh, 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 Man of Steel kind of looks like Suicide Squad, but I don't get that impression at all from Batman vs. Superman. I think it's very colorful um, because Man of Steel was, they, they had the picture and then they sucked the color out, right? Yeah, that's correct. This looks dark. It does look dark, and I'll give you that, but it still looks vibrant. Like, the colors look pretty alive I think that this looks a lot like Watchmen and I think that was fucking beautifully shot
0: I think it's a little duller than Watchmen because I mean the most color that you have in it, but, yeah Suicide but we haven't Squad really is... seen oh no
1: no not Suicide Squad I'm talking about Batman versus Superman oh
0: yeah oh, oh yeah yeah no like the vibrancy of the red mm-hmm. um yeah no he's but... like
1: that that scene in particular it's like so ham-fisted and cliche or like where he's hovering above him but goddamn, damn man these, versus god it's beautiful it's like day versus night yeah.
0: The red capes are coming. The red capes are coming. Um, Yeah, no, and I, I agree with that, but I think... I laugh like hell when
1: like Ben Affleck just pulls out a gun and shoots him <laughs> in
0: the face. It's like, <laughs> well, I mean, fuck this, yes, ends... I'm killing
1: people in this movie.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he, we have seen him kill people in this movie already.
1: I, You know what? I would be so okay with that. I yes. am so done with Batman not killing people Can't... because it's a relic of the comics code. It doesn't actually serve the character in any significant way other than it gives them an excuse not to, to kill the Joker, the Joker. And, yeah. Yeah. Can
0: you imagine, like... The point of the Suicide Squad is that he's trying to kill the Joker, but Amanda Waller's the one that saves the Joker.
1: Yeah, but isn't it... Like, isn't it... Yes, that's that would be really cool. Um, isn't it more interesting to have a world wherein Batman I think they're can't... they're
0: just gay lovers. Him and the Joker. Oh,
1: the Joker's totally gay for Batman. They did that in the fucking... Uh, the Scott Snyder one in the most recent, uh, in Death of the Family. Like, there's this whole monologue the Batman goes on. He's like,
0: That tight leather bulge.
1: Well, Batman's talking about how he could read people's eyes. Like, he's taught himself to read people's emotions. Like, you could tell when somebody's angry by looking at their pupils and the way that they look. You could tell when somebody's lying. It's like a human lie detector kind of skill. And he's like, Like, but the thing that's always horrified me about him is whenever I look into his eyes, all I see, and then it shows the Joker's face, is love. And it makes perfect sense. See, love was better than,
0: like, I was... uh, I thought your first said you're going to say like arousalment or something. Yes, uh,
1: <laughs> I look into his eyes but all I could see is his white hot cock.
0: <laughs> God damn it, no. This is
1: And then it's a splash page of them 69ing. <laughs> this is the weirdest Batman comic I ever saw or ever read.
0: No, but uh, yeah, yeah. But the, the thing that I think would be really beautiful would to see if Man of Steel like go back in time and make it a colorful film. Like, you have that color. Yeah, they did
1: that, the, like, that YouTube thing where he... Yeah, they
0: did. Yeah, they restored the color to it. Mm-hmm. And it looked and, great. Yeah, it did. It, it would be a movie I'd want to watch. I don't think
1: it was a poorly shot film. No, I just think the desaturation well. was stupid. Like, the composition of it was fine.
0: Yeah, the scene composition looked good. There were a lot of shots that looked absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Because... If they were colorful.
1: Look, Zack Snyder's not always the best storyteller, but you could never take for him... He knows how yeah, to shoot a pretty, a pretty fucking, fucking picture. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um But no, yeah. and I think, like, if you had that in Batman 5 Superman, like, the contrast of, you know, just an excess of color and beautiful like just vibrancy uh, and then juxtapose that with batman's like dark like emotionless anger mm-hmm. that would be great that's exactly what you need
1: and that's why it works in the comics superman is bright and colorful and cheerful it is a hopeful story batman is somber kind of it's, misanthropic. It's a it's, yeah. yeah
0: like superman is the epitome of like There can be, there can, well, like, you know, they stated in the Man of Steel trailers and then somehow made it empty and lifeless in the actual film, like, Mm -hmm. you will give them a birth, an ideal to strive for. They will stumble. They will fall. But in time, they will join you in the sun. And Batman's just like, like, I'm gonna punch the fuck out of your jaw. He's like, join this. (laughs) Join this in Arkham.
1: I created a suit and I funneled all of the Power in Metropolis so I could kill you. Just to- I could've done
0: it I created more efficient ways to break human bones just to
1: fuck with you. I could've done it with a kryptonite, but I I don't know if that exists in this movie. I saw Colored Rock, but they haven't explained what that was yet. (laughs) Maybe he was at the Natural History Museum. (laughs) Wait, didn't they steal it from the Metropolis Natural History Museum in the last movie when he was depressed?
0: What if, what if they fucking did, Isn't like... Isn't that a
1: thing that happened in the... the I
0: can't remember. What if, can you imagine, Superman Returns? Can you imagine if that's, like, an Amazing Spider-Man 2 thing? And, like, fucking... No, I think they stole out, like, a... It was a safe. It was more armed than a museum. um. But, and, like, it, there's just that one solitary insert shot of, like, him going for the Green Rock. And he's just at, like, the mineral exhibit, like, in downtown Soho. And he's, like... And, like, when he's reaching for it, he's, like, It's so beautiful. I like how emerald this is. What is this? It's a jade emerald fusion, sir. It's very Uh, pretty. Oh, this is cool. And then they never touch it again.
1: Because well, uh, Zack Snyder Snyder did say there was no kryptonite. I'm like, again, you don't understand the character
0: at all. Yeah. (laughs) uh, I don't know. But but yeah, George Miller. Look,
1: I George Miller (laughs) just made a really fucking great movie. Yeah, Maybe he already has a script it, for
0: the yeah. second Mad, or the, the technically the fifth Mad Max film. Really? Yeah, titled Mad I would Max: rather see I that The than Wasteland. I
1: would, I would much rather have him because he's not a young man anymore. I would rather nope. see him make another really awesome Mad Max than I would have him make a, you know, a mediocre Superman movie.
0: Yeah, and I think he said he has a, he has a script ready to go for another Mad Max film, mm-hmm. and he has an idea for another one after that. And bear in mind, Mad Max: Fury Road took four years to to film and yes finish.
1: then that's partially because it was so complicated but it's also probably partially because it was hard to get that you
0: know that and the environment wasn't very hospitable towards like yeah, when they first was... started filming they had to have a desert and the entire australian outback looked like the swamp marsh from that one scene yeah the bog. yeah
1: like that but yeah but that movie was like kind of a risk i guess from the studio they were like how's the public going to receive a new mad max especially when he's not making it like a Bland superhero movie. He's yeah, like actually it's, doing something creative and.
0: What is this color? Insane. Where are Warner Brothers from?
1: It's like I, I'm going to put the lives of the every actor
0: in danger. In danger. Shots, by the way. Um, yeah, talk talk about like actors almost dying. Fucking Tom Hardy and Mad Max, and then Tom Cruise and every Tom Cruise thing ever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the new Superman movie is actually going to be about um, a, a pig that moves to Metropolis. And uh, takes up residence at the Daily Planet.
0: And then actually starts to communicate with uh, his love interest, who is a penguin who communicates with Soul Foot It's Taps. called
1: Super Ham. Isn't that an actual thing? What? There's a Superman pig. There's a comic book about a Superman God pig.
0: damn it. I, no, no, no. You're thinking of Spider Pig from I'm the, uh, the of Simpsons sp- movie. No, I'm thinking of Spider... Spider Ham. Yeah.
1: But sp- hold on. Spider Ham. I think it's like an Archie comic. that's a parody. That, Aren't seems, they still yeah, moving forward Spider-ham, with the Archie I film? I was right.
0: Aren't they still moving forward with the Archie film? Oh, it's God, supposed I to be a zombie so. apocalypse one. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be like a zombie okay, apocalypse. I, I
1: retract film. that uh I retract that sardonic uh God I hope so and replace it with a semi Okay, see it. <laughs> <laughs> Go with I it. I think
0: it was it was either an iteration, it was either gonna be a film or a graphic novel series. But yeah. God, what the fuck am Oh I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Spider Ham, or Peter Porker. Get it? You get
0: it? Yeah. It's like, but it's a sex joke. Yeah. Yeah. Because he
1: fucked people really
0: hard. Please don't ever stare at me while doing that effort. Please stop. What? I'm uncomfortable. And we're done. I we're, don't we're understand. What's on. the problem? We're, we're moving on now. I'm
1: just making a motion as if I'm fisting a butthole.
0: Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> um... I think we've run our course. Yeah. I think that's about good.
1: So, uh... God. In Damn it! Was
0: that your cell phone again?
1: I don't give a shit. In conclusion, um... Fuck Marvel and everything that they do. And everybody that enjoys Marvel is a hack and is shit. I hope you all die. Just kidding. Look, I yelled at Michael a lot. I don't hate the Marvel movies. I don't.
0: No, you just hate me.
1: I hate Michael, but that, that, that's beside the point. Um... I just want to see them do- they have all the power to do something new. And I hope they do. And I'm not even going to write them off because I I think that maybe they will. You fucking- you you nailed it. You got all the money in the world. Now, have fun. So- Do you have anything to say, boy?
0: I'm still waiting another painful four months until Force Awakens is released.
1: Yeah, Is there any new Star Wars news? Oh, there was the one thing, that everybody already knows about.
0: Uh, Colin Trevorrow directing Episode Nine. Um, Star Wars theme parks bigger than Disneyland. Um, I don't know if you heard that one. You hear that oh, one? I've
1: heard that for years. Actually, they've they, like they
0: just officially announced it. Yeah, there's going to be one on the East Coast and one on the West Coast, That's and they're cool. going to be two Star Wars themed amusement parks that I believe they said was going to be bigger than Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: Well, they had always talked... I could remember from the time that I was little, they had talked about, like, expand Because in MGM or well, Disney I mean, Hollywood Studios just, right now, there's a Star Wars section. Yeah. And they've talked about expanding that for years. I just thought they were going to take
0: Tomorrowland and mm, just refurbish that into Star Wars land. Yeah. That, that would sense make too. sense to me, yeah. but...
1: But that's in Disney World and not in MGM.
0: Yeah, well, they also have that in Disneyland as well. Oh, do they? In Anaheim, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, but I mean, like, is the Star Wars thing in Disneyland?
0: What do you mean? Like the new park?
1: No, no, no. The old. Do they have like a Star Wars section in Disneyland, California?
0: Yeah.
1: And it's in Disneyland? Yeah. It's on like a. Okay. Um, yeah, because in, in Florida, Disney World is a different park, and then they have Disney Hollywood Studios, which is a movie themed one. And that's where the Star Wars thing is. Yeah. And Tomorrowland is in Disney World, yeah. which is separate. But um, since they opened up the Harry Potter part of Universal, Universal has been. A like, cornerstone. Mm, destroying Disney consistently. See, I think that if they Um, do a
0: Star Wars thing, that's going to take that back.
1: And that's what I mean. That's exactly why they did it, because they've talked about doing it for years. But now, I know like a lot of people that work at those parks. Um, And they said they've had uh, speculation for a long time, but now it was like they are really, really talking about it. So now that it's official, awesome. Fucking a Star Wars theme park? That sounds great.
0: I was... I'm a, I'm a really I big fan. Give me Star an excuse
1: Wars... to go back to Florida for a weekend. Uh, or California. Yeah, or
0: California. <laughs> California. Um
1: <laughs> it'll be less hot and yeah. obnoxious. Like
0: we're we're both big Star Wars fans. Like I don't I'm probably a bigger Star Wars fan.
1: I yeah, I think you're definitely a lot more into the lore. I was at one point, but like I kinda of fell off the wagon with it.
0: Yeah, like I am Star Wars like my next tattoo will probably be a Star Wars tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. What By the way. It gonna
1: it's gonna be they don't care. Yeah. They're not your mom. They're your mom doesn't care. listen to All
0: right. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry we subjected you to that yet again. But...
1: What, having to hear your voice?
0: E- exactly. At least I don't have to look at your face.
1: What's wrong with your face?
0: I'm Michael Holler. I'm not. Have a great night, everybody.